guys. Beer. Sports. Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys. Hello, everybody. What's up? Sean and Brad, Guys Beer Sports. We are here today with my brother, Mark Tesh. Mark, hello. How are you? Doing well. Sean, you? Oh, buddy. I'm I'm having a great day. Great yeah. day today. Yeah. It, it looks uh, like it. Back with it, the Russell it, Wilson jersey. Well, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get into that story there. I actually felt yeah. sorry for the Pacific Northwest boys, so I'm showing my support there. We'll get into that there All in a right. moment. You know, uh, yeah, I, it's one of my it's one of my many jerseys that I don't have of a Buffalo Bills one yet there. So I used to have a Buffalo Bills shirt. I still haven't bought a jersey yet. I'm sorry. I haven't seen a quarterback that I like till now. Oh. Anyways, though, we'll get into that. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you about to say, Brad? You're about That's to say a long, something. It's a long way into it, I guess. It, but. it is. It is. It's, it's, it's roundabout. But you, it, only buy, you only buy quarterback jerseys? Is that the thing? No, sometimes I'll buy defensive ends too. You couldn't have a Thurman Thomas or Jim Kelly or something. Bruce Jim Smith, Kelly, maybe. Jim Kelly, yeah, Bruce Smith. Jim Kelly is a quarterback. What are you talking about, Brad? I know, yeah. but you <laughs> you couldn't have one of their jerseys as a holdover. I I've should. Steve, I've got a Steve yeah. Largent and a Cortez Kennedy jersey just because. I think they had a good career. Yeah, it brings me joy and sadness all at the same time with Jim Kelly jersey or Thurman Thomas jersey because that's four straight Super Bowls we just didn't win, you know. Mm-hmm. But we did get to four Super Bowls. You have a do you have a Bruce Smith Washington Redskins jersey? How about we just stop right there? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to get into what I'm drinking here today. So I got two beers that I'm going to be going on the go. I just decided. So right now we're in, back into a COVID shutdown. Twenty five percent people in. All these rules here in Halifax, Nova Scotia makes sense right now, this time and moment and Mm -hmm. everything we're doing, right? Anyways, though, uh, these guys are still waiting to get into the the liquor stores here. So until then, I'm probably going to buy a few more of these cans and promote them. Old Biddies over, oh, sorry, Old Biddies, Old Biddies over in Cobequid Road, Lower Sackville. Uh, Listen, I spent some time with the owner there, Chris. And a uh, great guy. So this here is a porter, tall, dark, and handsome. We talked about that. This one's called the Disco Inferno Red IPA. Cool. Absolutely amazing. I was going to say, uh, that looks great. Yeah. It, it's really good. Um, these guys, they're, they're, they just pretty much open up and just want to make sure that you guys go down on Cobacoo Road. You cannot miss where they are at. If you go down there, you'll see their nice three-area uh, area to, to sell beers. Go buy, pick up some beers. Support them. They'll be into liquor stores here soon enough. Mark, what are you drinking? Uh, ghost fish again, because uh, that's what's available to me in the gluten-free variety. This is a Belgian white. Um, what was the difference would, from that one and this one? The same? From which one? Uh, on Thursday. Oh, on Thursday? Oh, that was uh, that was a grapefruit IPA. How ah, dare so, you forget what he was drinking? Yeah, was yeah. Remember, shocker analogy you tried to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was... Yeah, I just dropped. I could have done a pumpkin ale and uh, decided to not. No, I to love not, pumpkin ales. Yeah, so I, I went with the Belgian white. That was my three choices this week. See, I, I uh, I'm limited. They have some yes. other really great beers, just your more basic IPAs and your uh, German styles, but uh, I couldn't get my hands on them. So this is what I have in the fridge. Sounds good, man. 
I'm still sorry about that there, Mark. Uh, that's all right. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brad. Brad, bring that bad boy up here. Myers, once again, the official beer sponsor of Guys Beer Sports. Thanks, Tony and the group. Uh, this is a brand new beer they've got this week. It's a hazy IPA. Uh, they call it the F-15 Strike Eagle. Uh, Tony told me every year they brew uh, a beer with an F in it uh, in the year, and that becomes it. So like last year was the F-14 Tomcat. This is the F-15 Strike Eagle, uh, hazy APA. You can find them, folks, on the corner of Whidbey and 20 uh, up here at Whidbey Island. Uh, and you know, they have all kinds of good takeaway specials. We had lunch there yesterday. Uh, man, I tell you what, it was just a phenomenal experience. You can order online, uh, you get the wings to go, get a growl to go. Um, man, it, just, it makes it so easy. Just order online, pull up, they'll come out, drop your food off to you. It's all sealed off in a safe takeaway bag. So, uh, thanks to Flyers and the crew for uh, not only being the official beer supplier for uh, guys, beer sports, but also for just providing great service to our community. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, I hope you're drinking my share there, Brad. I'm definitely drinking your share. Absolutely. <laughs> Man, what a busy, since Thursday till now, a lot of things has happened in the world of sports. Like, mm-hmm. uh, things that um, that were said. Cheers. Cheers. Things that were said. Uh, things that has happened. I did want to get your guys. So we're, you know, you boys are strong Pacific Northwesters, right? Northwesterners. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I've adopted Seattle when I, my time over there. Uh, it's hard not to get into that whole 12th man. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a reporter here. Uh, his name is Donovan Bennett. They call him DJ here on Sportsnet. And uh, so I, I consider him to be actually pretty well-educated as far as it comes to sports and things like that, especially here in Canada. Um, he ended up making a statement that I, I did not see eye to eye with him on that. And sorry, Donovan. Uh, and I'm just wondering what you boys think. Basically he stated that uh, Russell Wilson shouldn't be even looked at for the MVP this year. That it's basically just going to be Patrick Mahomes and regardless, whichever way you look at it, it's just kind of harsh to say that there, because to me it's like Russell Wilson is Seattle. Secondly, he said that he was gifted his first Super Bowl by that defense, and he never threw over 200 yards in any game that he won during that run. Um, and that basically he was to be blamed for that interception there at the end of the second Super Bowl there against New England Patriots. This is bar- paraphrasing. Okay, mm-hmm. this is paraphrasing. But I, I was, I was a little bit. My, my feathers got ruffled, and I'm not like I, I like Russell Wilson, but it's not like I'm there. Like my number one team really is Buffalo, and then it'll be Cleveland, and then these guys here. And I love Russell. Russell to me is a quarterback of our generation there from 2010, right? Well, our generation. Heck, I guess I go back to Brett Favre. But you, you understand what I'm saying, though. It's just that somebody that I actually saw for the past little bit come up, and I'm very surprised to hear this that. He was gifted. He's not Joe Flacco. Well, yeah. First of all, I think that uh, it's nice to know you'll have one NFC team and two AFC teams. That's comforting. But when you talk about MVPs, I feel like to say to bring up all this others, all these other things is garbage. It's not. We're not talking about his Hall of Fame induction. We're not talking about the greatest player of his generation or the top 100 quarterbacks or any of those things. We're talking about this year, 2020. MVP season. Why are you going to bring up this old stuff? 
First of all, it's, it's irrelevant. It's silly. That's a silly argument to make. I don't even know. I can't even really justify what he's saying. He's not even saying anything well. So go watch the tape. Watch Russell Wilson make plays, do those things. It is what it is. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. He's a generational guy. He's always going to be in the, in the argument for MVP as long as he plays. Likely, mm-hmm. if he plays on this level. He also has a phenomenal offensive line. He's got a, you know great weapons on the outside. He's got world-class running backs. And then he has an all-pro tight end who can catch anything in his way. Right. right. So does Patrick make plays? Absolutely. Go watch tape. I'll show you who else makes plays. It's Russell Wilson. So. And that's, yeah. They got to shut it. Yeah. I got a lot to say on this. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, number one, he's wrong. Defenses win championships. That's very well known. That's always been the thing. And we had a phenomenal defense in 2013. I agree with Brad. It's irrelevant to an MVP. Yeah, of course. It, it's, it was not a gift. Russell was uh, pretty young still then, and he was doing phenomenal. Uh, and and then the years since then, um, he has literally carried the team on his back. And so you can say that he has needed a defense like all quarterbacks need a defense to win a championship. How about an O-line so he's not scrambling? Oh, yeah. I mean, this year has been a little different. It's been a little bit better, but we've been suffering on the other side. And so has it it been that much better? Like, I think you might have one extra player that knows how to play the position. Well, okay. The the penalties have been way better. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. the penalties have been better. You know, it's it's been better. I mean, you're talking about, you know, still being able to win with a fourth or fifth string running back. Yeah. Yeah. Our last last three years, we've, we've been banged up at running back. I mean, so there again, and Russell has been consistent, very consistent. Um, And I think that's what makes him great is that he puts up big numbers on a consistent basis. He, he puts the team on his back. He does the things we watch him week in week out. We scrutinize him. We, and uh, we get the benefit of having him in our city that, and he's phenomenal for our city. He's a leader all the way around. Yeah. Something something that Brad told me that um, he believes that there's a bias, and I'm wondering if you agree with this too, Mark, that there's a bias against players that are playing in that Pacific Northwest because you're not getting that same marketability as you would uh, if you were playing in, let's say, Green Bay or you're playing in, yeah. For sure there is, but I I don't mind it at all. (laughs) I mean, Yeah. yeah. It goes, it goes all the way back. I mean, Sean Kemp and Gary Payton would have been national treasures if they would have played in a different market. Yeah, and really, before uh, before Russell signed his last contract, there was a ton of sports talk guys talking about, oh, he's going to go to the Giants. He needs the right. New York. He needs the New York market to really right. take his career to the next level. And and Seattle decided to pay him. He wanted to stay. And and we'll. I don't know if we'll ever see another quarterback like Russell Wilson in Seattle. I mean, what, how many teams get a guy like a Patrick Mahomes or a, or a Russell Wilson? It's right. Well, it's, it's rare. I mean, you talk about quarterbacks that, that can do those things, and the list is short. And then, you know, the other thing is we talk about what most valuable player means. You know, I think you take Patrick Mahomes off that team, I think they still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If you take Russell I, I agree with you. Team, nope, we're, we're not yeah. making the playoffs. We're in the bottom I, end of the deal. You you have a look you have a look at that Kansas City lineup right now right so you got Sammy Watkins Tyreek Hill you got now Le'Veon Bell uh, the young running back that just picked up there Hilaire Hilaire yeah Edwards yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's having a good season but you know 
Then Travis Kelsey. I mean, that is a lot of weapons that you have on that one offensive side. It's fantastic. You have, yeah. You know, and and that's even with and that's even with your top. Um, I think one of your top centers there, uh, the French Canadian boy there that decided to opt out yeah. this season to be he a doctor. Plays, I think he plays guard for them, but yeah, guard. I mean, yeah, he's an, he's an all pro le- or at least a Pro Bowl level. You know um, what? I, I, let me let me look this guy up. What's his name? That's terrible. Uh, that's terrible. I don't know it at this moment. You're right, guard. Let's 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 speak more about this. So I feel bad for Donovan that he said. I mean, well, no, I don't feel oh. bad for Donovan. I don't know why he said that. How about that? <clears throat> well, well, Russell also. Uh, to I, you know, Seahawks fans will have to forever talk about that one stupid play. <laughs> but uh, 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 he was also not calling his own plays at that time. Uh, and it's a play that if you were a Seattle fan, you actually saw that play run several times with great success. Um, and Pete Carroll took blame for it. Russell Wilson threw it. It was bang, bang. Brandon, Browner, Brandon Browner made a play by shoving Jermaine Jer- uh, Curse into that whole route and blowing it up and giving Malcolm. I mean, that was, yeah. it yeah. sucks. It sucks. I mean, it's, it, it was the most painful sporting experience. I think that we had ever experienced. Oh, I remember <laughs> but... that. I was, I was watching and I went straight yeah. down to my knees and yeah. all I kept thinking is like, why did Pete Carroll do this? I didn't blame this on Russell Wilson yeah. because Russell Wilson yeah. is his third year as a quarterback. He's not exactly sitting there going, I'm going to make this place. He's well, not Peyton. Yeah. And he's not, he's not any of those guys. He's, he's doing what the coach has told him to do. And you know, who else isn't calling their own plays right now is Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a genius like uh, Andy Reid there. Why? Well, you, just, right? just from the argument, right? Mm-hmm. That that if that play is Russell Wilson's fault, then Patrick Mahomes doesn't get credit for his stuff either. Yeah. Like you can't so, go both ways, right? Like you can't say that oh, you know, it's Russell's fault for executing a, play, a terrible play call. Patrick Mahomes doing this. It's just silly. The whole thing that that's a silly argument. It, I guess it is. And uh, I, you know what, Donovan. Uh, DJ, whatever you want to be called. I mean, I'm not trying to call you out, but the same man I am. And uh, I'd like to hear your uh, views on this because it's it's kind of ridiculous, I think. So anyways, uh, it's Laurent Duvernay Tardif. So I just wanted to get that right because he went to McGill over here. He did walk out and uh, took the season off to be a doctor on the front lines there during this COVID. So, I mean, hats off to him. I believe yep. that his jersey right now is in uh, Canton. Uh, for this. So, I mean, hats off to him. I didn't want to mess up his name. I knew his last name was Tardif, but I didn't know what the rest of his name was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then Tuesday, and then Tuesday the as well, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I'm just pulling I, up the stats for uh, uh, this year, right? Because I feel like talking about old things for MVP is terrible. I mean, in the middle of December last season, which was kind of a throwaway season for Seattle, yeah. just because it was pretty clear they had to rebuild and, and do all these things. They still make the playoffs. Uh, we were at the, uh, you know, Russell's a part of the Sounders owner group, the Seattle Sounders. He's part of right. that owner group and right. with Ken Griffey Jr. now, which is pretty sweet. I don't know if you guys talked about that, but that's pretty cool. Well, we talked about uh, uh, Drew Carey being part of yeah. it. Yeah, he's all, they're all in on that. It's, okay. it's pretty, uh, yeah. Macklemore. I mean, it's a, it's a really cool, you know, he's Seattle. Still yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, I mean, <laughs> he made a bunch those of money. And he's, like the big, yeah. Those are becoming like the large uh, movers in Seattle, which is an interesting. Yeah. Thing. I mean, they may not be on the national stage anymore, which is great. I think they're defined with that. They're, but they, they're taking what they made and they're putting it back into their city, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, um, but we were at the 
because uh, Seattle won the cup and and they're doing the big parade through through town. The Sounders did, and Russell Russell's in, up eh? there. No, I'm just telling you, rubbing that in. This is going yeah. to a point. Yeah. I, I don't remember who they beat. Oh yeah, uh, and then going to a point because it just sounds like you're just waving a big old banner down there. That's what it sounds like to me. But I'm saying this is middle of December. Yeah. Russell, this team is obviously struggling, but Russell has kept us in it. And this is what I'm saying is that, and he's going down the street. And in the national media at that time, he was still in MVP contention, even though yeah. the team was, and he's holding the tr- the Sounders trophy. I got pictures of it and video yeah. of it. And the, the streets are packed with people st- chanting MVP right. at a Sounders victory parade. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, I mean, yeah. Last year, I was on the ship. Uh, we were doing something going around there. I can't really get into it. All I know is that I was watching Sunday night football, and it was uh, Seahawks against uh, the Niners. I believe it was the first meeting between them. And uh, the Seahawks ended up pulling out. Cause I remember they split. They split the series that last mm-hmm. year. Yep. But that was one of the best games I saw all of last season. Right, and I, I'm sure the 49 games last year were phenomenal. I mean, they were, the last, they were. The yeah, the last one was a goal line tackle. Yeah, yeah they they tackled Hollister at the goal line, then reviewed to see if he got the ball in, and he didn't. And so uh, that would be yeah. for the number one seed in the playoffs. That's exactly yeah. it, and and that's what I'm saying is that this is this is the kind of team that Seattle has been putting out there, um, and that it's, through no fault of Russell Wilson or anybody like that, they just like I mean, DK Metcalf was a, a rookie last year. Mm-hmm. You still had no O-line. Your defense was probably a little bit better than this year's defense. And really, I think that's that's your bane. That's your bane. Your thought, it, yeah, the defense last year wasn't good till middle of the year when they got uh, Quandra Diggs to come in and play in that back end with Bradley, Bradley McDougal. And then this year with Jamal Adams, uh, with KJ Wright being healthy. You know, I mean, this, year's, this is a better year for... Yeah, but... It's with, become with, a better year. Yeah, Jamal Adams was injured for quite a bit of time there, so... Mm-hmm. Definitely doesn't. Uh, I want to talk quickly about Russell Wilson's stats this year and how they stack up with the rest of the league. And so, you know, Deshaun Watson's the number one quarterback, but he's got one more game. Uh, so, you know, we can we can kind of throw that one out. But then we talk about Mahomes uh, has two less completions than Russell Wilson. Right. His completion percentage is sixty eight percent. Russell's is seventy one percent. I'm rounding up a little bit for both. Yeah. Their yards are. 30, 35, and 29, 86. So I mean, we're within 50 yards of each other. Right. Uh, average completion is 8.1 to 8.2. Yards per game, 303 to 298. Uh, touchdowns, 30 touchdowns for Russell, 27 for Patrick. I mean, the interceptions are more, but that's, you know, that's Patrick, right? Right. Uh, what, 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 is, what is that? It's 10 to uh, 2, but, you know, Russell's got five in two games that are mm-hmm. terrible. Like right. that, you know, that's – you throw those in, it's just you know. and with a crap run game at the at the moment. Oh, yeah. Well, you're yeah. playing with your four string running back, right? And then, but then, so all those things, right? But then to say that that's the deal, Matt Ryan is fourth. Uh, uh, Matt Ryan, yeah, yeah, fourth in what? In in Overall, all and just in yards, right? Well, in uh, yards is terrible. Uh, He's got yeah. more completions than Patrick Mahomes does. Matt Ryan does. Uh, similar amount of yardage, average yards per game is there. Well, on my fa- on my fantasy team, I have Matt Ryan on my bench, and I have Deshaun Watson starting, and it's been a hard call. Yeah, but here's, <laughs> here's where here's where it comes together for me. How many sacks uh, Patrick Mahomes has this year? Twelve. Right. Russell, thirty-three. 
No, no, it's crazy. That's a big set. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's huge. I mean, have a look at this though. This is, this is what I look at. Cause to me, this is what, what it means something to me. Right. So 30 touchdowns for Russell Wilson. Uh, what is all 33? Oh yeah. 30, you're right. I was looking at sex again. 33. Oh, yeah. okay. 30, 30 touchdowns, 27 for Patrick Mahomes. Right. Uh, Josh Allen is, is dropped off dr- drastically. Then you have Aaron Rodgers up there with 29. Right. So the interceptions, I mean, it's ten. Okay, yeah, it's it's up there. It's it's up there. There's there's no denying that. Um, but this they, is the first time that Russell's been uh, asked to throw the ball as much as he's been. Exactly, There's but the whole movement for it. Come on, anyway. 10, 10 interceptions to thirty touchdowns. You still got five games to, to thirty three sacks. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I think that's, that favors Russ when you're talking about an MVP. Like he's been under that much pressure and still producing that. Exactly. Yeah. I I do not, and and that's what I'm saying. It's like let's be careful. I, nobody's trying to say that that Patrick Mahomes is not all that in a bag of chips. You know but, who else? Well, you know who else? Who has the most? Sex? <clears throat> There's only one person that has more sex than Russell Wilson. You want to guess who it is? Uh, is Carson I was just going to say, is it Carson Wentz? 40. <laughs> 40. How many of those were, how many of those were, uh, were fumbles? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll see. If I, I heard it last week. I don't remember what it was, but a I remember lot. that. Yeah. He's had a lot already this year. Uh, and then it becomes Joe Burrow at 32. And then it's Matt Stafford, Daniel Joe. I mean, there's no one in well, yeah, there's the oh, like, Matt Stafford. Does he stink or what? I watched that game Thursday. I was just uh, Matt Stafford is looks like who he always has been to me. Well, yeah, here you go. Here's more of that argument for, for Russell Wilson, though, is that Matt Stafford's getting hit less, getting sacked less, and not producing. And, and you have a look at some of his wide receivers he has. He has some good wide receivers mm-hmm. out there. It's not like yeah. he just Well, has... and you can't make that argument this year about Russell because Russell has some good receivers. The catch is, you know, Travis Homer and DJ Dallas are the running backs until, you know, last week have been going. So, right. That's difficult. Yeah. I mean, raise you your hand. Had... Do you know where they went to college? Who are we talking about? Travis Homer and DJ Dallas. No idea. I mean, they were teammates, right, at Miami, but only okay. we know that because we're fans of the team. Right. right. But that's the fourth and fifth string running back about Bo Scarborough coming in and getting hurt. I mean, that's. You know, I was excited. I was excited for Bo because we we picked him up in the draft and then we let him go right, and then he's made his way back. A little bit of time here and then came back. But I I liked him coming out of college. I thought he would be a a a nice big back, and I I was bummed to see him get get hurt. Yeah, but just can't stay healthy. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think I think we made a point here about Russell Wilson, and that's why how strong I feel about it. I wanted to wear a jersey there in support. I I love Russell Wilson. I think he's awesome. But oh man, hey, what do you guys think about Toronto's skyline maybe changing in the next little bit? So, something that we're famous for is Sky Dome underneath yeah. the CN well, Tower. I mean, something that Seattle was famous for is the Kingdom, and we imploded it, uh, however many years ago. Yeah, but the Kingdom was that that was in like Tacoma. No, no, there's no. a Tacoma Dome and a Kingdom, and they, yeah. the Kingdom was, was larger, yeah. it's where Safeco Field is now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It took it okay. down to build Safeco. Okay. Okay. Well, and, that, and that's then, a good idea. And then, and oh then yeah. We're calling the Seahawks Stadium now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I mean, so, Toronto. Yeah. I mean, this is this is what Toronto's known for, right? The CN Tower and then the Sky uh-huh. Dome underneath. Yeah. Like, if you were to but buy any, you, Seattle was known for the Kingdom, just like that. It was the loudest place 
uh, in America. It was a big concrete dome, that, and both the Mariners and the Seahawks played there. Okay, I feel good when you guys say that. My big thing is that they have to be able to rebuild in the same area. They cannot move it to a different area. Yeah, that's what they did. For, that's what they did here yeah. in Seattle. And there's been there was a lot of conversation. You know, Key Arena is another one for us that was a big uh, yeah. landmark to right downtown. Right, I mean, it's right next to the Space Needle. Okay. And they were going to tear it down. They're going to rebuild it. They're going to do all these things. They they really wanted to move it uh, down by uh, Safeco Field and have like a triplex there, so they could have you know. Also, concert. also Russell Wilson. Yeah, also Russell. <laughs> and um, and then someone outbid him, and they're redoing uh, Key Arena where it is at the heart. And to be honest with you, like I love the idea of uh, that stadium being by Safeco Field and you know Lumen Field. But it, man, downtown is it's a beautiful place to go watch a sporting event. Like those those were the fun Sonic games. You could walk, you know, all the good restaurants, and you just, you were downtown right now, you know, right yeah. the, through Seattle park. Center. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a new concert venue out to the backside. The Kraken are going to play there. I mean, it's it's wow. phenomenal. Is worst Seattle, worst Seattle's stadium name. Yeah. What's, the, what's the stadium name going to be? Climate Pledge Arena by Amazon. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> We're going to come up with a better name. It, it's going to be the yeah. it's going to be the crack the crack house. That's it. It's already hey. I did want to get into a few other things here. Um, what are you guys thinking about Sarah Fuller? I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I'm I'm excited to. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't probably watch that game normally. I'm going right? to. I 100 yeah. would watch. I, I don't know when last time was I watched a Vanderbilt football game, but I'll watch I- today. This is big news. I mean, she becomes she's their most becomes their most famous player over Jay Cutler after this, right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> she's she's gonna be a place kicker for them, and what for Vanderbilt, right? And what didn't they have enough injuries there that that's why they brought her on there? Yeah, and, and, uh, they had and, some COVID stuff, I think, pop yeah. up. Yeah, they had a grad transfer kicker. You know, and yeah. she's a she's you know, she's, she's a goal. She's an accomplished goalie, right? She's yeah. a high end. Uh, elite level soccer, soccer yeah, yeah. Player, right? so yeah. This isn't a big stretch for her. It's awesome that no. this is where she decided to take her talent. I think. I um, think it's awesome. I think to myself, why not get more female soccer players in there to be kickers for that team? Right? Or just let them play. I mean, like our four daughters, man. They you know they've at one point or another, the oldest two have expressed interest in wanting to play football at some point. You know, the younger two, I'm sure, aren't far behind. Would you be terrified though if they're trying to play like a running back position, a quarterback oh, position? Tough girls, so they can, they can handle right, right. But then at some point, you're going to have to see. I mean, if they, well, I mean. You know what? I'm just talking. I'm just talking now. Now nah, I'm just talking. But I think I think I think this I is great. To, yeah. yeah, I want them to do what they want, what they can do. And yeah. That's it. I don't I, mean, I, man, I, I tell you this: watching watching girls play soccer with each other, those girls are uh, more aggressive on the field with their elbows and hair pulling than, than the boys uh, are. You know, in a lot of athletic, uh, even basketball, that's the same way. Like, there's a more physicality in some of those games at the, especially at the high school level, then uh, not. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I follow the women's national team soccer. It's there. I mean, what they've done over the past several world cups has been phenomenal. My, one of my favorite players period is Rose Lavelle. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, yeah, it's fun. She actually scored yesterday and against the Netherlands. So it's a, yeah, it's, it's a blast. 
Look at you, Mark, with your Euro trash talk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Are you there going, (laughs) I just mean, when I saw it, I was like, there is no doubt that that uh, she could she could uh, make an yeah. impact for that team. I mean, I that's, still think yeah. so. Like there 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 are some strange celebrations I've seen. I still say the strangest I've ever seen is in soccer. I can't tell you the team. I remember it came up on one of these clips, and I was like, "What in the world? What is going on here?" When Buddy scores a goal, he goes running and goes down to the ground, and one of his teammates rolls up to him. Goes over there and literally bites his penis. Ah, I'm there going. Is that how they celebrate? <laughs> what country was this? Oh, it was Italy or something like that. I don't know. Okay. But, you know, you know, here we smack on the butt, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're smacking on the butt." Uh-huh. At least we're not biting penises. It's like, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Receivers are famous for their post game or post touchdown celebrations. The Seahawks receivers. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's some. There's some good ones there. There's yeah. some good ones. I'm so glad they brought that back in the NFL. Yeah, so glad. Yeah, because except for Odell Beckham's one there that one year. Oh yeah, where you do the dog pee. The, I'm like, yeah. I think there was a deuce drop at some point too with the yeah. ball. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was Golden Tate. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember. I'm trying to. Yeah. Again, on, there's guys. like there's that there's that fun time, and then there's that line where you're kind of like, eh. <laughs> why? The line why? Have you done that? <laughs> the line why? Randy Moss, Randy Moss pretending to moon the fans. Uh huh. Day was hilarious. But I think like, that's fine. That's good. Yeah. That's the line for me. Everything yeah. south of that is. <laughs> I mean, I remember uh, a time when like Terrell Owens was getting fined for uh, hiding a marker, right? Yeah. Didn't he hide oh, like yeah, a yeah, marker yeah. and then like yeah. signed a ball and threw it in the stands? Or, and I'm like, I mean, that's cool. You that know? is cool. Yeah. Well, what did so, what was Ocho Cinco doing with the the golden jacket? He put it yeah. on there. Uh, my favorite one is Joe Horn hiding the cell phone in the pad of the of the uh, field goal. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he called his he called his kids to tell them that he scored. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. That, I mean, that's the thing. That's the stuff that that they should keep. Yeah, they should keep yeah. it. I don't know. Making putting a fine on it though, kind of like even made it for a time there. Even kind of made a it a little bit better because yeah, you're because like yeah, that guy I'm, just I'm, spent money. You know, you, you know what I mean. I spent money to make me feel better. You know, what yeah. he's giving me his artistic rendition. That guy just threw fifteen grand is. into the stands. You know, you know? <laughs> just to give me an artistic rendition of that touchdown. I'm ever. I'm always going to remember that touchdown. Then you yeah. know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, but biting cool. the penis. You no. Think about just no. like the. Uh, for me, it's always like the theatrics of it, right? It's Joe Horn's cell phone, or it's, I mean, because that guy that uh, Terrell Owens ran up to and he signed the football for was his financial advisor who happened to just be office out of Seattle. And so, like, right. the odds of that touchdown working are slim when it's you're only going that way one half of the game. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I think right. that stuff's beautiful. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I still watch, uh, whenever that pops up, I watch Ocho Cinco's, uh, Mic'd up clips. Oh man, it's some of the best comedy ever. Have you guys seen it? No, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, we'll put it up. I watched uh, uh football life there with Ocho. Yeah, Cinco. he tried to tackle Ray yeah. Lewis. He tried to try to block Ray Lewis, and Ray Lewis just destroyed him. He comes with a sideline. He's like, I didn't think Ray was that big. He's like, I thought I had it. <laughs> <laughs> Ray is a bad man. Yeah, 
Yeah. Hey, Brad, Brad, do we have a question there for Mark? Uh, did we ask him this one yet or no about Cleo Mack and Derrick Henry? Oh, I, I don't think we've asked him. We haven't asked him yet. I, 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 this is an ongoing thing here, Mark. So you've okay. got to answer this. Uh, what would you rather? Uh, so, Brad, go ahead and give him the what would, would you, you rather. rather be tackled by Cleo Mack or have to tackle Derrick Henry? I like both those guys a lot. Yeah, the, the I thought I thought you were going to put them against each other, and I was going to have to choose that. This is worse. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, man. Do what? Would I have to complete the tackle? You have to. Hit You'd have to <laughs> attempt it. Yeah. You have to attempt it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I'm going to get tackled hard. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to tackle Derrick Henry, but I at least I can you, put my body in the way. I did think you see I'm, what happened to Josh Norman when he tried? To, yeah, I do. Yes, and uh, <laughs> that's where this came. Okay. from. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I think, man, I, I think I would have to go with. I would have to try to tackle Derrick Henry. Oh, is, he's somebody on my camp. I said that too. I said that too. Dude, have you ever seen guys get laid out by, I mean, by Khalil Mack or any guess, defensive listen, guy? Listen, my argument is like it's a car wreck that you see coming versus one of diving into one. Like, oh. I just tighten up and let him hit me because I, I just, I don't know that you can go home after you get tackled. Like, what Josh Norman had happened to him? How do you go home and look at your kids after that happens to you? <laughs> Well, the question was me, not a professional athlete. <laughs> so I would go like, I was, I'm a hero for putting my body there, and now I can't walk. Mark, give you a fist bump right now. There we go. I don't know what screen you're on. Tonight, but. <laughs> yes. So weird. You're right here to me. So there you go. So um, <laughs> we have we have finally answered that age old question. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. It's tough though. It's a tough one. It's a tough uh, one. Yeah, yeah. You almost sat me there, Brad. I mean, I, I mean, I, I agree in principle, but if it's my body, I'm going after your body, your choice. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw, I saw Chappelle sticking sticks and stones there this week, uh-huh. and uh, I, oh, I first time seeing it, first time seeing it. Right? Oh yeah. just been busy, and I, I was, I was just in awe. Of course, I was laughing, right? But I was in awe of just watching a master do his thing, right? Oh, so often I don't even laugh at Chappelle. I just go like, yeah. Because it's, yeah, because it's... You're like, yeah, that's so funny. That is so like, funny. And you're not he, even laughing. Yeah, yeah. he, he puts up a mirror on it's us. so well-crafted, yeah. But I had a laugh about LeBron James, if he ever were to transition into <laughs> a female and then go to the WNBA and get 840 points a game. And I'm just like, oh, come on, man. Stop it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like, <laughs> it's not wrong. Uh, not wrong. Yeah. There's the follow back up to our last conversation. Uh, Josh Norman is six foot, 200 pounds. Uh-huh. I know he's a full grown man. I understand this. So you see what happened to him? Yeah. I'm yes. I'm I'm 5'11", 195. Yes. So yeah, exactly. Let's I can't believe he's that small. Oh yeah. I don't know what he thinks he's doing out there trying to tackle him. <laughs> At least go for the job. <laughs> go for the shoestrings. <laughs> he's, he's a he's a man, Derek Henry. <laughs> man, I had him on my fantasy team his first two years because I thought he was just gonna be everything. He did nothing. And then uh, uh now he's tall, doing, dark, and handsome. Now he's here. doing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. 
Second second beer already. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you're behind. Um, Who is? Oh. This hazy IPA from Flyers is unbelievable. It's so man. smooth. Like it's man. Hazy IPAs are quickly can become my yeah. favorite. Um. Yeah. Were you guys? Oh yeah, Derrick Henry. Have you ever seen the picture of Derrick Henry uh, next to Mark Ingram? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all we need to know, right? Mark Ingram, we can agree, he's not a small man. I think he's like five eleven, two thirty-five, maybe something like that. And no. built, yeah. Like D- DK Metcalf, Derrick Henry, um, is it Chase Chase Claypool? Yeah, those are all big boys, man. Big. Uh, hey, yeah. shout Chase out, Young. Chase shout Young out to or Chase boy. Claypool? No, Chase Claypool. Shout out to my boy, the wide receiver, the wide receiver, wide receiver, yeah. Pittsburgh oh, okay. Steelers. Yeah. Uh, shout out to him. Hey, proud Canadian. Thank you very much. You put Canada on the map there. You're probably the best player that we've ever had in Canada out there doing it. Keep doing your thing, boy. I don't care. I don't care that you're, yeah, I don't care that you're Pittsburgh Steelers, but keep doing your thing, boy. Keep doing your thing. How long do you have a Chase Claypool jersey? Oh, no, I probably will get one. Yeah. (laughs) I probably will get one. Dude, that's the first Canadian Superman out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, besides, I mean, I got a lot of respect for Tardiff there. That's great. But this is a guy on the offensive side of the ball. Well, that's, that's the thing, right? We're not talking about like, you know, uh, Clowney, who's also a physical specimen. I mean, that guy is amazingly like he's just jacked, right? But like we expect defensive linemen and offensive linemen to be big monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of monsters. Uh, DK Macker. No, uh, Mark and he I. He's a monster. Yeah. One time, Mark and I were at a uh, Seattle Sonics game, and we ran across Light Devox in the tunnel. Uh-huh. Light Devox. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither Mark or I are small nor not wide, and that yeah. man was wider than the two of us standing shoulder to shoulder. That's what was most impressive. Yeah. Was <laughs> I was like, I was like holding two beers, and he just he saunters through the tunnel, and I, he's coming behind me, and he just brushes me. And I go, ooh, <laughs> like it, like, and I was like, and I turned and I looked up and, and he was very, very tall, Yeah, but he was so wide that he didn't look, he just, it, he didn't look real. Like I was like, what is happening? Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was like, okay, that's what it is. When those guys are big, they're not just tall. They're, yeah. they're huge, you know? Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I wrestled with Hacksaw. And that was a big man. And he was already yeah. out of his prime at that point. But that's a big man. Oh, Brad, Mark, I don't know if I told you this there. So um, I was trying to reach out to a retired UFC guy called TJ Grant, pride of Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia. Yeah. Um, I guess he listened to our episode and decided to follow us. Emotion and genes go together. What is going on here? Whatever. Nivea healthcare. Oh, okay. I'll go with that. Lotion and jeans. I'm there. I'm talking about TJ. Play the rest of the game. What the? Hey, TJ. I don't know. I didn't know that was going on. Anyways, though. Hey, I'm begging you, TJ. Um, I'm very ha- first off, thank you for following us. But secondly, please come on to the show. I would love to talk to you. this guy. Was this guy was number one, number one lightweight. Remember that lightweight yeah. Cha- yeah, we, we uh, challenger. 
Yeah, I watched him fight. Yeah. He was he, he was next in line to fight Benson Smooth Henderson, got a concussion, had a back out. Anthony Pettis wins it, and the whole entire landscape then for him changed. Yeah. And uh here he is now. To me, I would love to hear his story. He is he is an amazing fighter that I remember. Um, and I would just love to hear his story. I mean, for somebody to come out of here in Cole Harbor, besides not being a hockey player, yeah. amazing. Impressive. Yeah. yeah come on, come talk to us. Please, please. You know, uh, uh, I like, thought Mark Ingram was bigger than he is. Mark Ingram's not that big. That it's less impressive now. How tall do you think Mark Ingram is? Well, now Six I probably two? think five eleven, five ten. Five nine. Whoa. Wow. I mean, Derek Henry's still six five, right? I mean, six five, six yeah. five. Well, what are you, Brad? You're like six two. I'm six three. Six three. Yeah, because I always six, felt five, depending on what's seven uh, eleven. I'm what? No, I always felt that I was looking up to you, like yeah. you know. I always felt that I could pick you up, but I always felt that I was looking yeah. up to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like. Yeah. I felt like a Canadian Wolverine at that point. It just like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a big, this is a big man. <laughs> a little bit, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm right now super impressed with uh, the way. Look, okay, so we've been talking about this actually. I'm super impressed with the way that the NFL is trying to handle this COVID situation. There, uh, upset that we couldn't watch probably the best game in football on Thursday. Upset that it got moved, and of course, it's getting moved now to what Tuesday is now it's Tuesday night, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, same thing they did with Buffalo, but Pittsburgh is and and Pittsburgh's undefeated, but Pittsburgh's the one getting the uh short end of the stick on both of these here. So, Tennessee Titans, all of them, yeah, all of them, yeah, like they had they were forced to take the bye then because Tennessee all had COVID, and now with Baltimore, it's like, well, we got to wait till Tuesday, and then who knows when we're gonna play on Sunday, or it's like crazy land. Crazy yeah. land. I think at some point they're going to have to just um, have to start calling forfeits instead of cancellations. Well, I mean, they don't have to face Lamar Jackson, though, isn't does isn't he on the list? Well, he is, but I think there's still an opportunity for him to get healthy. You have to get two negative tests in 24 hours, I think, that's or maybe right. that's college okay. football. That's right. So right now he's out, but that doesn't mean that doesn't say that he, he will stay out. Yeah, okay. stay out. Which I mean, for me, feels like. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. The NFL also closed all of the facilities to the teams through Tuesday. So the games will still go on, but the facilities are closed, you know, today, uh, tomorrow and Monday. And so you have to wonder uh, if there's not more, you know, if there's a lot of hand wringing and worry in the back end of it, because, uh, you know, those are, they got real problems. Oh, yeah. We saw, you know, I mean, today the Ohio State Illinois game is off. I mean, that's, that's right. Second straight one for Ohio State. Second well, straight one. They have. It's going to be a cancellation. It looks like that's going to knock Ohio yeah. State out of the, cha- the college championship playoffs. I think. Um, so as of, as of yesterday, as of yesterday, though, they said that. Uh, so he did have a positive test, though. He, it's yeah. not just that he was in contact tracing. Contact. He actually had a yeah. positive test. It might be. It might be college that I'm thinking of, where you have to have two <laughs> negatives. Uh, within 24 hours, and the, like that's how Nick Saban got back to coaching. Sure. Um, yeah, but didn't didn't uh didn't, well, Nick Saban has it again too? So that's you know, there's that. He just got to stop licking doorknobs. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 
Snake Saber's a serpent. Anyway. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is like, stop licking those doorknobs. Just yeah. wash your hands. You'll be okay. Wear a mask. Virginia, uh, Florida State's postponed the day too. I mean, there's just a lot of you know. I, I mean, we talked about this a little bit on uh, last Monday. Uh, we talked about today, I think, because uh, it's a bigger deal uh, for Mark and I. Is that the Apple Cup was canceled because Washington State couldn't put their players together? Yeah. I remember you talking about that there. It brought us yeah. that weird rule. Mark, did you know that you had to have 53 scholarship players before you could play in the Pac-12? Nope. Yep. I mean, I mean, I knew that for the season. I didn't know that that was just to field a field a yes a game. Yeah, I thought it was like on the roster or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. but it, no, it's more. I knew there was that. Yeah. Yeah, so. and now it looks, you know, it looks more and more. We'll we'll see, I guess, now if, if you know Washington picking up this Utah game on Saturday is a bigger deal than maybe we thought it was initially with them with Oregon losing to Oregon State last night. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I again, I think that it's a because BYU was kind of the other thing that was being tossed around, but it it, it de- definitely puts Washington uh, more in the national spotlight. It gives them some a little better competition to to prove. You know, I mean, they come out and they they beat Utah handily tonight. Then it's, you know, well, they're in it, right? And then it puts yeah. them up in the uh, Pac-12 North and gives them a shot. I mean, you know, I think outside, I, I root for if, if you know if Washington or Washington State isn't in the Pac-12 championship, they said they play the Apple Cup that weekend. Yeah, uh, December eighteenth. But you know, at this point, which is still, I mean, you're thinking about that. Let's say, you know, the Huskies would play what six games? Yeah, yeah, it's silly. And then they're they're in some kind of national ranking. I mean, I know it's just messed up in every division, but it's just kind of a weird like I don't even know what to do with it anymore. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to pay attention to it. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. I'm, we're going to watch the game today because it's fun to watch. But uh, yeah, I don't know what any of it means at this point in the college football season. Yeah, I found myself being conflicted last night after I watched Oregon lose and being like, okay, do I want to see the Huskies in the Pac-12 championship or do I want to watch the Apple Cup? I feel like I would rather watch an Apple Cup. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. This is a weird year. I don't uh, you want your team to go to the college playoffs. If you're- I got. I got to be honest. I'm. I'm. I'm really upset that Ohio State's not going to be able to play for the championship. Maybe, perhaps. Yeah. Because of COVID. Yeah. Really, yeah. really, it's not because they lost games. It's because they had a. F- well. Yeah, and I think you would see a different. Uh, landscape in college football if the players are getting paid. They would move games around more. Yeah. But they're not willing to move games. They'll move games to different Saturdays where they won't move games to Sundays or next Tuesday or yeah. they won't allow any of those things to happen. Right. Well, and that's what's so weird about it. some teams are going to have 10 games played. Some of them are going to have four games played. It's just, I mean, I, again, I, I kind of feel the same way where like, why even risk it and what does it really even mean to yeah to win anything this year in that, right. in that regard. I think that baseball was pretty fair. I think hockey was pretty fair. Uh, the way that the NBA did the tournament, I think turned out pretty well. I think yeah, MLS is It was entertaining, but it was like, it wasn't uh, operative yeah. fair. Isn't that way. Right. Cause taking yeah. matters. I think it but. means more. I think, I think what we're seeing with college football is that it's, it's meaning less and less and less. And I, and I'm, I'm actually fearful that that's what's going to happen to the NFL is all these things start getting jumbled up. And if this thing keeps taking off, getting worse and worse and worse, it's, it's going to mean a lot less. It's, it's going to be a little COVID asterisk next to, you know, whoever 
takes it all if it's yeah but i mean if if you use that same thing saying it's gonna be covered asterisks on football then you'd have to paint the exact same brush onto baseball because it was shortened season yeah same thing with hockey well, I mean, they all play me, the same amount of games, though. I think that's that's the, what I mean. Is that's more even, and that's well, where no. And college hockey, football. hockey wasn't hockey wasn't at that point, though, right? Like, don't forget that there was teams that were finished with less games and more games, right? It, now it might be three or four. It was a difference of that, but sure. that's still if you were to take two points per, that's six points that you're yeah. looking at a differential. They end up that, doing a percentage, right? That's right. They ended up yeah. doing a percentage, and they ended up then going in and playing that round robin style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there were some teams that's just like, well, you're above this, so therefore you don't have to worry about that placing. But we're still going to make you a place, yeah. So you could play a higher or lower seed, right? And then Montreal teams like Montreal who really would never have made the playoffs. All of a sudden, they played this round robin. They beat um, they beat Pittsburgh, which is, I mean, congratulations to you. But then they're in the postseason. And then Toronto, who was actually ahead of Columbus, they play Columbus, which is a chippy team and definitely not something for Toronto. Like, they're, they're not sure. a team for Toronto to play. That's a hard team for Toronto to play. And then we're eliminated from the playoffs. So, I mean, it's like, okay, then you could put an asterisk beside that and call it the COVID Cup then, right? So it's Yeah, just like- I forgot that there was personal... Uh, things in this oh, oh wow wow <laughs> but, but <laughs> no I'll, but i think college football is because of the sheer number of teams the sheer number uh just of of uh of uh, uh divisions or uh or conferences that it it just i, I just don't see it turning out well i think you're just going to get some guys in the playoff there'll be a four-game playoff and and that will be what happens. But I think there'll be a lot of people upset about who's in those four teams. You know what though, is that you should be happy that you're at least getting the ability to watch sports because it sucked when all sports was gone. It's absolutely, I'm not going to complain about it, but I'm also not going to be super hurt when my team doesn't make it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you can't agree with that, Sean, because you just you had an impassioned rant about your team. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It, no, don't be sorry. That, that wasn't that wasn't the point. <laughs> yeah, that it's a fine really point. Same way about this season that I felt about uh, the lockout season the NBA had, where it's 50 games and the Spurs won. There was an asterisk on the championship. It doesn't make it bad. The asterisk doesn't mean that it's the asterisk isn't you know that they won under some nefarious context. Right. The only asterisks no, this wasn't any team. championship should be Houston Rockets two when Michael Jordan decided to retire. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like the only asterisk should be the Houston Astros. Uh, I was going to say the Houston <laughs> Astros. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I was talking about you were talking about NBA. I decided to bring that up as an <laughs> NBA standard. I'll take both those yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, you do bring up a great point about the Houston Astros. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's just that's a no brainer. That was mm. clearly just, yeah, you know, disregard. Now, yeah, you know, um, I'm I'm just wondering. Okay, so I'm 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 optimistic that CFL is already talking about like a whole year, a whole year in advance. They're talking about playing next year, right? Like, hey, we're still relevant, to, you know, That's because the 21 calendars get ready to come out, and they have to know if they should put the Grey Cup on the calendars or not. <laughs> Who's your? Is that is that your uh, in laws there? That's in Regina there, Brad and and yeah, my, my, uh, yeah. yeah. Because honestly, Russell, Russell, Russell is a good time. Man, that was that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Is like Regina rhymes with fun. I'm like, yes, 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like, that is, that is a, that is a, that is a Saskatchewan person right there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I also had a good buddy of mine too. And he sent me a uh, tears. <laughs> crying there of uh you know why would you say that you know but he was he was joking he's a, he's a he's a kidder and uh it was just funny man we've been getting a lot of we've been getting a lot of emails here uh people really loving what we're doing i actually got one about the honey nut cheerios brad like he was he was just like rolling it's like um what are they called teletubbies yeah 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 so my 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 niece She's 21, 22, but I remember back in the 90s, they were like all together babysitting and we we're watching Teletubbies because she was there. And uh, yeah, there was like all those. And one of them was Lala and there was the baby in the sun. And I'm like, what in the world? Who wrote this show? It's like somebody's on acid. Somebody's on heavy, heavy acid, acid and wrote this show. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yasmin, yeah. I'm so glad you grew up all right. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know. So this is the uh, end of the month here. It's uh, International Adoption Awareness Month. Cool. So um, you guys know this. Uh, the mm -hmm. listeners, maybe some will. But uh, we adopted our son out in uh, Whitby Island, Washington. We were there. He was from Yakima, Dion Comet. So I had talked to him beforehand. Uh, he said, yeah, please share my story. You know, please share... Uh, about international adoption month, anything that I can end up uh, helping out with, I, I would love to, um, you know, and, and we're so glad that we adopted them out there. Uh, we adopted them through the foster uh, foster care system there in Washington. And uh, it's, let me tell you something. It's, it's, it's an eye opener. It's an eye opener when you do this, but you are literally saving somebody's life. Mm -hmm. um, now when I look at them at 23, I just told them the other day, it's like, I'm super proud of him because he's holding down his job. He's got, his 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 uh place he's got a girlfriend he's got ambitions and uh i'm just so proud of him that he took the opportunities that was given to him and really made something out of it now of course does he struggle with things like any of us would absolutely and is he finding out about himself absolutely and i'm so proud of him listen it is international adoption uh week please um, guys, if you ever thought about it, please have a look about doing your pride training, getting your home inspected and, and seeing if you could get in to be a foster care parent or, uh, going in for adoption. You will not regret it. It is work, but you will not regret it. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, I remember it. Uh, I mean, that was 10 years ago, eight, 10 years, seven yeah. Seven, yeah, yeah seven yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nikki was there. Nikki was there when we adopted him there, Brad. Yeah, yeah. we we have a few uh, families in our our group of friends that have adopted, and we try to be you know there for support. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think uh, you know Nikki will tell you we're not far off from you know that's on her heart heavy as as our kids grow up and you know kind of move on that you know she feels like we'll be in that same world and you know I, was, I mean it's really living out that kindness act right if you yeah. know, you have the ability to help someone else you should and that's yeah. you know that's the move. whatever whatever that world looks like but especially the kids it's hard for those kids i remember you know, meeting dion and, and talking to him and just hearing you know his story and 
kind of piecing it together and just, you know, understanding um, just kind of where he maybe was mentally and why he had to be there and just, you know, being heartbroken for him, uh, knowing that there was so many other kids in his situation being older, right. Um, you know, and not wanting to be, uh, and people that's not want to take a chance on him, not want to put the work in and those things. And so, you know, what you and Joanne have done is a beautiful thing and you know, encourage more people to do so. It and was, you got some shocking. Northwest in your family, you know, that's exactly it. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing <laughs> no. wrong with that. Uh, you know, like, uh, believe it or not, uh, uh, any African-American or, or if you want to say black or, or whatever your pronoun that you want to use, uh, over the age of 12 was considered an unadoptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's basically what we were told is that they're unadoptable. How sad is that? Yeah. So yeah, that, that was, that was of course the first move that we made because it's just like, no, you're, you're coming with us. I'm so glad. I'm so yeah. glad. Uh, was it hard work? Yeah, it was hard work. You're, you're, you're essentially taking a stranger, not only that, but we're strangers to him. You know what I mean? So there's no opening up that's super easy here. Yeah. Um, I'm so proud of him right now. Like you have no idea. And I'm trying right now not to shed a tear here because I'm, I'm really proud of this kid. It's not even a kid. He's a man now, you know, and he's done so much in this short period of time to figure out who he is. And he's just, he's still just scratching the surface. So, I mean, you know how it is for all of us. when we're in our 20s. Exactly. Oh, figured out 23. Exactly. When we were in our 20s, I mean, we were all lost. And and with him, with what he was dealt with, plus doing what he's doing right now, I'm so proud of him. So proud of him. Dion, keep doing it. Keep doing yeah. it, son. Dion, keep going and shout out to you for having to live with Sean for a little bit. And I'm sure it made you tough. Could have been could have been worse fates. <laughs> <laughs> At least you bought a robe. <laughs> I never would have bought a robe, Sean. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I heard from uh, Reed. Um, I'm I'm hoping he comes on on a Monday there. So I missed his I missed his cranky <laughs> his cranky comments there from uh, from Massachusetts. So, man, Mark, what do you yes. do? What do what you do, do, I do now? now? Now, yeah. Like for fun, for work, for uh, <laughs> agony these days, Mark. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, build houses in Nanacortis, Washington. So I just, wow. uh, yeah, I do a lot of project managing, a lot of finished carpentry. I'm a plumber by trade originally, so I do all the plumbing for the company. And uh, yeah, I have a fun time. It's a, it's a cool little uh, thing we got going up here. So yeah awesome man yeah you know the test boys both into like sort of project management here eh? mm, like, yeah yeah that's crazy well you know you you ruin your back in the trade so uh you gotta you gotta transition at some point <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely all right i want to get into football here in a moment but i did want to talk about this ufc fight and i want to talk about um this tyson fight there's, there's a lot going on this weekend right mm-hmm. the ufc fight we had a look at uh, Curtis Blades testing positive. So last second year, right? Yep. So they have to move it. Now we got Anthony Smith, who we just saw in a fight that not that long ago. He's the main event in this, right? So Anthony Smith versus Devin Clark. I, I am looking forward to this Josh 
Parisian fight because I saw him fight in the Dana White Contender Series. Mm. So I'm I'm looking forward to that fight there. But I'm a little bit disappointed. I know they're moving it to UFC 256, that fight. Yeah, but now we'll have to pay to watch it. Which sucks. That's exactly it. It was a free yeah. fight. I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. And now I'm being stuck. I'm being relegated to this Tyson fight. There's a YouTuber. Is there a YouTuber in this Tyson fight that's fighting? Um, Jake Paul. Nate yeah. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Nate Robinson. That's right. What, Nate Robinson, what is yeah, former NBA player and Rainier Beach alumni. <coughs> say, say that one more time, Brad. Uh, former Nate NBA Robinson. player in Rainier Beach. Uh, Rainier Beach is a high school in Seattle that uh, has produced a lot of NBA players. So is he's got it. Yeah. Is this his first fight? Is this his first professional fight against first professional fight? Yeah. I mean, he grew up in Rainier Beach, so I'm sure it's not his first fight, but. <laughs> But first professional fight against his YouTuber. I mean, yeah. yeah, and I mean, A. Robinson is the same guy we talk about uh, is, is a freak of nature. I mean, he's mm-hmm. not very tall. He's 5'8", I think, maybe 5'9". Right. They say he's 5'9". He's probably closer to 5'8". Three-time dunk champion. You remember, he jumped over Dwight Howard to win uh, at one point. That's crazy. Played That's the league crazy. for a long time. And even now you see him, and he's just this muscle-bound explosion. I mean, he played football at the University of Washington. Uh, after his NBA career, he tried out for the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know how far. I mean, he at least got a tryout to play corner. Was he playing on the Knicks? Was he playing on the Knicks as yeah. Nate Robinson got? And he did that birthday cake slam dunk there. Yep. I know you're talking about now. Okay. He's got a great fried chicken restaurant uh, oh, yeah. in Seattle. I think it's Capitol. It's right, right on Rainier Beach in Capitol Hill, wow. right by Seattle University there. Yeah. That's crazy. Eight wings and waffles. Yep. Man, yeah, chicken guys, and waffles. Did you guys see the... Uh, the weigh-ins there for Tyson yeah. and uh, yeah. Dwayne Jones. As soon as I heard, uh, <laughs> I checked out. I heard the rules. <laughs> I lost a lot of interest. So it's like eight two-minute rounds. They don't have to wear headgear. They have twelve-ounce gloves. It the fight will be stopped if any man suffers a bad cut. And you got to sit there and hope to yourself that uh, Roy Jones comes out ahead of you, right? Yeah, if he wants, I guess, because it's like you can't. Can we all agree he's going to? Yeah, he's he's, he's yeah yeah. And I think Obviously. I think the first sign of wobble that's over, right? I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, this is just sad. Like I don't even want to pay money for this, and I was really oh, looking man. forward to it. What's that? I'm not gonna pay money for it. That's terrible. No, why would I? I, I don't want to pay money for something that. Honestly, it's, I don't know, that kind of money. I'd pay 20 bucks maybe at the circus to go watch it. You know, what? Well, yeah, what their market is, is like the guys that pay, you know, money to go watch Joe Montana throw passes at Jerry Rice last week. Yeah, but you already know that, the, the, like, I bet you the price for this is like a crazy, like 70 bucks or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There, there's people that'll do it because it's nostalgic and whatever, but yeah, like. But 70 bucks? No. What's seventy dollars Canadian for America? Too much, too much. That's what it is. Seventy bucks Canadian period is too much. <laughs> if it was like thirty bucks, I might think about it. Las Vegas, Atlanta. Let's kick that thing. Ah, uh, we're doing it, eh? We're doing. I love you, Brad. That was good. That was good. Okay, Vegas, Atlanta. Let's go. Uh, I, I take Vegas all day. Me too, all day. By a lot. Yeah. I'm like, surprised Mark said that my quarterback uh, is David Carr and we're playing some head to head fantasy. And so David oh. Carr, Derek Carr, whatever. Derek, okay. Derek. Yeah. Wait, is it, wait, 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 wait. Didn't you just pick up 
what's his face there from Washington? Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. So when did when did Derek? I also love Taysom Hill. Do you think Taysom should I play Taysom Hill at Denver or should I play uh, Carr at Atlanta? Oh, I, I would play Carr at Atlanta. That's not even a question. But the thing is, though, is how did you get Carr? I always had him. I just don't like him. So wait a second. You were playing Matthew Stafford, and you decided to bench Carr all this time? No, I've been playing Carr for the last oh, know, okay. six weeks. Stafford started hot. Stafford did yeah, well actually, him. yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes listen, sense. We're not, listen, Mark and I aren't at the bottom. We're we're one and two flip flopping. One and two. Week, so yeah, yeah, it's not. We're not. We're and, okay. and I've and I've done it on the back of uh, of Watson. I mean, yeah. he he puts up fantasy numbers just because his team sucks. Is that's yeah. fantasy football? You got to hey, play listen, players. Second highest paid quarterback right now in the league. Yeah. So I mean, there's got to be a reason. But no right? numbers. His defense leaves him alone. Mm-hmm. All right. Which so, is yeah. the thing, right? Russell Wilson would be. Like the Seattle Seahawks would be the Houston Texans if without Russell Wilson. Were you guys surprised that Raiders KC game? Like that was a good game. Yeah, uh, I was not surprised because I watched the first game. Well, I watched the first game too, but we all said. But remember, Brad, you and I, we both said that. Oh, I guess is KC going to give a smackdown to the Raiders? Yeah. But that was that was a closer game than what I thought. Like, well, divisional games always are. I mean, that usually- Raiders have been built to to compete with KC. I mean, okay. here's. Here's why I, I mean, like, you know, you have rivalry games no matter what, right? Like they're rivalry games in hockey and any sport, right? There's rivalry games. But in football, you could have the worst football team, the absolute yeah. worst. And it's a rivalry game, but somehow they show up and they're fighting like three weight classes above or three. You know what I mean? Like they're they're, they're they got heavy hits all of a sudden. Yep. That's why I'm there. And I'm like for me. I'm interested. I'm interested in, well, not not that, but I'm interested in, uh, in, uh, yeah, I'm interested in the Dolphins and the Jets. Do the Jets win their first? Oh, game? I thought that was the game you were going to turn off. I don't. I'm you're interested just, because nervous. the Dolphins and the Jets. I mean, Dolphins are still playing for a playoff spot, you know. And sounds Jets, like two. Sounds like two is out too. He's or yeah. He's, he's very questionable. So Fitzmagic got accepted. I think he hurt his hip. Yeah. Yeah. I think he hurt his hip, and that's why Fitzpatrick came and got him. I think that's the problem. It wasn't playing well to begin with, right? But we saw him take that hit. I think I think that hip is bothering him. Yeah. But it makes me wonder. It's like, okay, you know the Jets are gonna show up for Dolphins. Yep. So it's like, I don't know. That's that's an interesting game. I'll tell you the game that st- stick out to me. Of course, Bill's Chargers because my bills are going to run over the charges, even though Justin Herbert is going to become the rookie of the year. Like, uh, I think he breaks every rookie quarterback step. Yeah. Cause Joe Burrow got smashed, smashed. Yeah. Yeah. Smashed. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's, Mark, did you watch that replay and watch his knee pop out and then pop back in? Yeah. The, the stinking announcer, like it, it pops out. I'm like, mm, that's the end of his kneecap. And then it pops back in, and then immediately he goes, "Oh, turn away if you're squeamish." I was like, "It already <laughs> happened, man." <laughs> I'm not that squeamish, but yeah, it was very visible. Yeah. I was watching Red Zone when it happened. They're like, "Hey, we'll try to get you the replay," but they haven't shown it yet. And they showed yeah. it a couple, like when it came, it came back around. They showed it a couple times. It may have been Red Zone where I saw it and that they were showing it, and, yeah. and that he said it after. I was like. He said that too late, but uh, yeah, that, it was it was gnarly. I mean, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, he's done for the year at least." Oh yeah, I think they Chargers. should hold him out next year. Honestly, yeah. 
Chargers Bills. That's that's going to be interesting. I think that that's a coin toss, quite honestly. So, Sean, I haven't told you yet, but uh, um, I have a I have a soft spot for the Bills. Mark, I knew that's. Yeah, I know. You, man. <laughs> there's, actually, there's actually a photo somewhere running around of Mark and the Buffalo Bills. I was the biggest there. Thurman Thomas fan that there yeah. was when there's I nothing was. Wrong. Nothing wrong. It was like that. third, fourth, fifth grade. You know, because again, before you knew anything. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was a Seahawk fan, but I didn't know anything. But like Thurman <laughs> Thomas was the man, and yeah, uh, the and they were in the they were in the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know so i yeah 91 so i was like 10 yeah i was like 9 10 11 12 you know i mean that's that's pivotal years and pivotal years that's developmental years absolutely so i have a soft spot in and then they really this is not a slam this is just some facts they really haven't done much since then no and so i have they haven't had really a reason to uh to you know hate on i think they're they're a good team this year i like Um, them i know brad does not like them but okay. I, I like them. I don't like Josh Allen. I mean, I like him, but I don't like him as an elite quarterback. I like him the same way I like Roethlisberger before the allegations. Well, Roethlisberger Ooh. is having an MVP season. Like, seriously. Early Ben Roethlisberger before the allegations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't, like, I didn't like Ben then either. Yeah, yeah. But Exactly. I don't feel that way about Josh Allen. Yeah. Yet. I only feel that way about Josh. Roethlisberger because of what happened in the Super Bowl. Man. <laughs> That was the referees. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the 05, right? 05. Super 05. Yeah. Ford Field. Yeah. 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 Oh. Jerome Bettis. Yeah. You know what's interesting is that you think that's going to be a good game, John. It's a three and seven team coming into Buffalo. Uh, and Buffalo's giving away four and a half points. And that Chargers defense is atrocious. It is. It is. I mean, the thing but Justin Herbert like, probably throws for three hundred yards. I was just gonna say Justin Herbert's gonna he, like he's a he's he's a real thing. So I think yeah. that yeah, you're gonna look at a lot of numbers coming that way. Uh, next game I'm looking at is Titans Colts. That to me, huge game, huge game. Mm-hmm. That's a huge game. Yeah. That's with massive playoff implications. And division it's a, it's a division. Right? It's a rivalry game. Yeah. Well, that's that might be the difference between a home game and a away game for that team. Yeah, for the two teams. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because I think you see a strong indie defense and a strong Tennessee offense, right? So it's going to be it's going to be one there. Yeah. And and okay, does Derrick Henry do what he does and gets forty yards for three quarters, and all of a sudden that uh, yeah. fourth quarter gets a hundred and something yards? Yeah. All of a yeah, I think he does. Like, I think, I think he, he does too. I think he wears out the defense. He just wears and... them out exactly. There maybe wasn't a more prime example of who he is than watching him score in overtime last week. Yeah, unbelievable! Unbelievable! They did not want any part of him. 30, no. uh, 33 yards out. You know, and now and that pushes and that pushes Baltimore out of a playoff spot. I mean, they're still in the hunt, but they got yeah. pushed out. It was like, wow, Colts is number one. If Tennessee beats the Colts, yep, yeah, that's a crazy game. That's it is. It is. Game. Yeah, I I think I take Tennessee in that barely. Yeah, man, in that matchup, I, but I don't know who to take. Yeah. I don't Oh, because they just beat they just beat Green Bay the Colts and it was a great game. Yeah, I have to go with you, Mark. I have to say Tennessee as well. I mean, yeah. What about you, there, Brett? That's the upset. 
right? They, they're uh, giving it. see the upset. I, they're giving Indy three. Yeah. yeah. Indy's, Indy's at home and Indy's favored. Tennessee's the yeah. upset, but I think Tennessee's the winner. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree with you. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Panthers, Vikings. I, I mean, you know, it's a game that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I'll watch if it's on, I guess. I mean, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, great. That's that's going to be a game. That's it's, a, it's an early game. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll catch that on red zone. Yeah, <clears throat> I'll, we'll see the good parts from it. There's no playoff implications. There's no it's what it's Teddy Bridgewater going back into Minnesota. Yeah, that, yeah. that'd be fun. You know, you, yeah, you do have that drama. That's about mm-hmm. it. Uh, that's there's about not much it. else. That's not. Oh, you can watch Dalvin Cook run and see how many different ways he can pull his hamstring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's great. That's great. Uh, Browns, Jaguars. Yes, Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland they, uh, rocks. They better win that one. Yeah. I know. Yeah. This <laughs> feels. This feels like a classic Cleveland game. <laughs> I, I think. I think you can say there's favorites yeah. on the road. Yeah. Yeah. They win yeah. this one. They win. They win that one. one. They win that one. And if they don't. Oh boy, then you're gonna that's gonna be an epic. That's a roll, yeah. That is, that will be what we call here in Canada called the TSN turning point at that point. <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, <laughs> seven point favorites on the road. Cleveland is mm-hmm. Garner Minshew coming back to play, it looks like. Uh-huh. Browns lose by two touchdowns. The Browns lose by two touchdowns. What is that? What you're saying? Oh wow! wow that's wow. a big. That's a, okay. I mean, okay. I like it. I mean, I, I like, like it. I too. like where you're going with it, but well, it's not going to happen. I don't like it. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't. I, I just said I like it. Like I'm going along with. Yeah, I like it. No, I don't like it, Brad. No, I like the outla- some, Yeah, I like the outlandish. <laughs> outlandish. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mark. I'll give that's you. That's what I like about it. <laughs> <laughs> You got some huevos on you. I think I think you guys have a, have another uh, fifty push-ups you could put on that game. No, I, I ain't betting on that one. What in the world? That's crazy. First off, I don't know what Brad's talking about. No one's about. bet on Brad's games. That's far enough. That's <laughs> uh, Giants Bengals. I think the Giants Giants are going to become the number one seed in the NFC East. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Isn't it? I do though. I think they've been close in every game. There's no Joe Burrows. They yeah. win this game. I think so too. Game. I think so too. But oh, that's a battle for the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking. The Giants, <laughs> the Giants are favored by six. They have a six thirty, you know, or whatever. Oh. On the road, the Giants have almost the same uh, spread as the as Cleveland does on the road. Yeah, I mean Cleveland. I mean, honestly, Giants should win that game. They should win. No, that Joe game. Burrows. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a yeah. given. Yeah. But they're one and four on the road. The Giants are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they were all close games. If you have a look at that, they, it wasn't like they're being blown apart. No, and they're traveling to Cincy with no. I mean, there's probably a little bit of a crowd. Probably like Ohio is allowing some crowds still. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, so some, nothing, yeah. nothing to, but nothing to change yeah. anything. It's not. No, you know. Yeah. No. What was Mixon going to have the greatest game of his career against the Giants? No. no. Is Mixon going to play? I think he's on IR. Oh, is he on IR? Whatever. Who cares? I don't. Mean, already, I don't care. I don't care. Giants win. Spoken by a true Browns fan. <laughs> Listen, Washington's in the hunt. 
The Giants are in the hunt. Washington's not in the hunt. They're in the lead. Did Crazy. they? Did they? Yeah, I guess because they got their uh, fourth win, right? Did they get yeah. their fourth win? So uh, they're in the lead. You guys remember that I was? Uh, you were right. Picks you on were right. Well, we were talking about that. We were saying with uh, R- Riviera and with mm-hmm. Alex Smith, it's just two very feel-good stories. Why not make the postseason? I I was surprised that Dallas lost by that much. Not watching the game, I wasn't surprised that they lost. They yeah. were horrible, but uh, I, I I was surprised that they. I mean, that's just it's. It's pretty desperate down there. I have Shout out uh, Zeke Elliott and his half shirt for getting me two fantasy football points. Oh, uh, I liked it this week. I'm playing you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it every week. So I'm not, you know, I'm not a cowboy fan by any means. And so uh, no. I, I'm a, I'm a, I, I uh, like the Cowboys more than I like Jerry Jones. Let's put it that way. So I like to watch him suffer. Right. right. Yeah. All right. So we have Cardinals and the Patriots. Both these teams need to win to keep in pace. Uh, I, I think Arizona takes it, but I really, really, am, I'm pulling for New England. Obviously, you are. Well, yeah, for Hello just for you, Mark, to just for divisional you. for divisional reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I need Arizona. I want Arizona okay, to lose. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah. But I don't. I don't see. West. I don't see New England doing it. But you know, yeah, it could. It could happen. It Arizona's could happen. Arizona's Are defeated. We, so it's in Foxborough. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we get the good the good Cam Newton. You never yeah. know. Yeah, you never know. Bronco Saints, Taysom Hill. Does he win the second game? Again, yeah, against that defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This that game is at Denver with a like, and the Saints are going in with a backup quarterback who's largely unknown, and they're still a six point favorite. Well, yeah, because Taysom Hill looked really good in that game there. I mean that 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 is the ultimate description of a utility player. Just insert here. <laughs> who who would who wouldn't want that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, we see and, looks that good this week. Yeah. Well, the fact that yeah, like Jameis Winston is like, you go ahead and sit down, buddy. <laughs> you go ahead and sit down. Well, thirty touchdown, thirty interception, Jameis. Well, thirty Ooh. thirty. Uh, Ooh, thirty thirty. That's right, buddy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Sad. Uh, 49ers Rams. That's Rams all day. Sorry, 49ers aren't doing anything anymore. Yeah, I really want the 49ers in that game. I again oh, yeah. say, for the same reason, but same I, reason I, have yeah. a Patriots game. I Although just, I don't, San Francisco does play divisional teams well. I mean, they, they are they they have built teams to play the Seahawks and the Rams for they years, do, so. they do, but they don't have their number one, they don't have, yeah, and their number two offensive weapon. Yeah, who's that? Well, they're good looking quarterback there, Jimmy Garoppolo. They're number one. They're number one is their tight end. I don't I don't think he's better than their than Mullen. I, I honestly I've I get to watch him enough and I every time that Nick comes in, he's done hey, hey, he's, just as well. He Jimmy is, Garoppolo is throw he's backing up somewhere else next year. Listen, he's there and he's smiling and somebody's just there all thinking look at that. That is a good looking man. Yeah. And that's all you have to do is distract us to give that extra little half second to throw that ball. That's it. It's like, that is a good looking man. No, no, they want to the smash that pretty face. Smash that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that helps them at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The I, getting those Samuels back helps, though. That helps them. But the Rams struggle against a decent defense. I mean, that's their struggles this year have been against, you know, I mean, Jared Goff has gone missing in a few games. Against wait a them. second, though. Wait a second. Didn't the Rams just beat the Buccaneers? And the Buccaneers, to me, have a decent defense. Yeah, they're Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. 
The Rams are super Jekyll and Hyde. I'm saying when I see the Rams struggle, I'm not saying they struggle every week against defenses, when but when I they see, do, it's yeah. it's when they can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. It's when I see the. It, it, it all depends on what you're getting from Jared Goff. That's 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 what yeah. it comes down to. If Jared Goff comes out and he's actually like, a, I'm going to be a real quarterback today, you know. And then if he comes out and he's just like, I don't know what I'm doing on this team, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's terrible, right? So, but that defense on the Rams is consistent. Aaron Donald is consistent. You know, he wants to come out there and he's looking to eat. He's looking yeah. to eat quarterbacks, you know. You know that was a cool story. Yeah, that was a cool story. That uh, what's his what's his last name? He was he's a rookie. Him and Tom Brady got uh, he picked off Tom Brady twice last week. Uh, oh man! But he's a rookie. But he was drafted hundred ninety ninth, which Tom. just like Tom twenty years later and picked him off twice last week. I thought wow. that was a pretty cool stat. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that, it till after the cool. no, yeah, till yeah. just probably yesterday. But I was like, oh that's that's pretty neat. You know, that you is these cool two. stat. Yeah. Yeah. But that is cool. But that's okay. that says something about Tom Brady too, 20 years in the league doing that, you know, from years that in position. The league. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm glad you just this is like a great segue here, Mark, because you just brought up Buccaneers. The best segues are the ones you don't talk about, but <laughs> <laughs> Buccaneers Chiefs. Kansas City rolling into Tampa Bay, and Kansas City's gonna put Tom Brady and the rest of that Buccaneers team on their lap, smack them in their own building, and leave. They they should. Yeah, yeah. they hundred percent should. Yeah. You no, know, the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs only lost this year is at home. It is. It is. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it's against the Raiders. And and remember, you were talking about that, the Raiders running around like the victory lap around their their <laughs> their uh, arrowhead there. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, so that's your only loss. Let me tell you something. Chiefs are going to smack up. I mean, Tom Brady's going to show up maybe, but they're yeah. they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Yeah, they're in trouble. There, the the Buccaneers are in trouble. Yeah, uh, Kansas City favored by three and a half, and that feels like an easy point to take. Yeah. Here we go. This is what this is something on the docket here for Dave. Bears Packers. Ooh. That yeah, that's this is the division for them, right? Yeah. They lose this game, and it's Packers uh, cruising out the rest of the way for the. Yeah. Oh yeah, you beat the Bears here. This is your last stand for the Bears. Again, yeah. it's divisional, but uh, yeah. Foles is out. Trubisky's in. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That Packer defense isn't that terrible, you know. No, no, no. You know, this is for one, two in the NFC uh, North, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, with a three-game lead, two-game yeah, lead, nine yeah. and a half point spread for Green Bay. Yeah. Listen, Indianapolis, okay, losing to Indianapolis did no favors for Green Bay. So you kind of have to win this one against the Bears. Because if not, then you keep the Bears still in that in it, hunt. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they beat the Bears, that's it. You could kiss Bears season goodbye. It's the Sunday night game too, isn't it? So it's your, It is. Yeah. yeah it's the, it's the I, main think, event. I think Rodgers shows up for that, you know. Yeah. The big Aaron Rodgers show. Hey, but listen, I thought Aaron Rodgers showed up for that game against uh, Tennessee. I mean, honestly, he looked really good. I don't know what happened with that defense. That Green Bay defense just fell apart. Mm -hmm. I know what happened to him. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do tell. Derrick Henry. That wasn't Derrick Henry. That was Indianapolis Green Bay. What oh, that's right. About? <laughs> what are you talking about? Derrick Henry does jump at teams. What in my in my fantasy world, uh, Derrick Henry runs over Aaron Rodgers' defense. Yes, yes, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, the ghost oh. of Philip Rivers got them right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, Philip Rivers ball. exactly. Holy jeez, Seahawks, Eagles, boys. That yep. seems like a give me. Should be. Uh, yeah. Being I think a we, fan, there yeah. are no gimmies. What's yeah. that? What's that? We don't get gimmies in Seattle. Oh, come on. That's, <laughs> that's a gimme if I ever see a gimme. That's a gimme. Uh, the past few years against Carson Wentz, we've gotten a lot of pressure uh, against him, and that that's how you beat that's how you beat uh, uh, the Eagles. Um, so yeah, I, and I think that we, we probably go over the top of their, of their, uh, defense pretty easily. We should have a better running game going. I, yeah, Listen, I mean, it, it's, it, it's what we want. Carlos Dunlap shows up like the way he showed up mm-hmm. against Arizona. I think you have a, you're cruising, you're cruising yeah. against this. Yeah. Again, so, I, yeah. I was never a, a, Carson Wentz hater, but really, you know, but, uh, he he has just gotten worse and worse and worse. I mean, Terrible. it's just it's hard to watch. Even I, I don't even know why he's still playing. Well, uh, you know. well, you can't put it all on him either, though. Well, I mean, I know yeah, the he line. Have his top he's getting hit, but yeah. still, his receivers. Who are who are his receivers? I don't know anymore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're all just banged up. Nobody. <laughs> they've got it he's, right. he's not even like, getting the ball out though. I mean, that's yeah, the thing. I it's yeah. I agree. Yeah. Sean's so upset he had to walk off. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think that Seattle's defense eats because our strength is the rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what Philly's going to try to do is run the ball. They're not going to be able to, they're going to throw the ball, which is, you know, I think as terrible as Seattle is against the pass, they're not as terrible as what uh, Philadelphia is with the pass. And so not if you get a little bit of pressure, just a little bit of pressure, Yeah, just a little bit of pressure, which we've seen that kind of come on, right. With Carl's yeah. Dunlop coming on and them changing yeah, it, a little bit more. It opens it up for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. You see, and it's a line, prime yeah. time game, right? I mean, I hate this game a lot more if it's a 10 o'clock Sunday game. I sure. hate it a lot more. But yeah. Russell yeah. It's the games where Russell shows up. And yeah. 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 No, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I think this should be hopefully an easy game to watch. I know that historically <laughs> Seattle games are not easy games to watch. They're fun if you pull them out. But, uh, but it would be nice to have one. Once in a while, that looks like that Chris Carson is turning in the right direction, so he's going to play. So that'll be interesting to see how he meshes back in. You have a a, you know your first team running back uh, back in the fold, you know making some moves and then letting Russ throw. Uh, (laughs) You know, I think it's it's a great combo when it's there. Yeah, and I think I think Philly's defense is is primed to get picked apart. It's a Seattle five and a half point favor on the road, uh, which is you know yeah right. Oh, just to let you guys know though. Boys, um, you know what November 30th, 2020 represents for you guys, right? On a Monday night. It's the exact same day, too. This is awesome. You know what that represents for you boys, right? It's the 33rd anniversary of Bo Jackson <laughs> running over. Yeah. Where am yeah, I going with this? Where am I going with this? Bo Jackson running over who? Who? Brian Bosworth. Oh, there we go. <laughs> 33rd anniversary. 
Yeah, we knew that. Mark, <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Mark do you remember where we were um, when we watched that happen? Uh, had to have been in uh, Grandpa George's living room. Yeah. Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. Although, you know. I, Did I just jinx this? No, 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 okay, no, no. We're way, we're way past the boss curse. It's definitely just to watch him get run over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Pete, Pete, and John Schneider would never have drafted Boz. So yeah. we're we're a different, we're just a different organization altogether. Different owners, different coaches. It's just, yeah. Again, we're you know, I watch teams like uh, like Cincinnati and the Browns. Not to not to throw you under, but. It's just true. Just drafting, drafting the eye candy, the Johnny Manziel's that stuff, you know, where you're just like, you should never be, that's not no. what you should be going after. As no. soon as that pick happened, I was like, well, the Browns haven't changed. I mean, that's where I was, yeah. you know, Yeah. Um, well, but that's how the Seahawks I mean, were, you know, think about that. Think about that. Right. Is that uh, this is not even that far back um, with it's within the Johnny Manziel era where they were trying to make a trade to get uh, who was the backup quarterback there in Cincinnati for Andy Dalton for a little bit there. Uh, he ended up going to Buffalo. I can't remember his name right now because that's how not important this guy is. Uh, it's sad. It's sad. All I know is, though, is that Cincinnati was trying to make this trade during the trade deadline, and they just couldn't even get the paperwork in on time. Sure. Like, they couldn't even get the paperwork in on time. It was like a well, such a front front office fail. Just all yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that was that was Cleveland. <laughs> that was that was yeah. Cleveland. It's like wow, wow. Anyways, Ravens Steelers happening on Tuesday. I'm always about Tuesday night football. But we lose Thursday. We lose Thursday. Um, man, that's a that's a great game. Steelers are getting the raw end of the deal. But I still think they pull it. Yeah, I do I, too. I, I think I that. I think that's it for the Ravens. Yeah, I think Baltimore is just too discombobulated to pull anything together that quick. You, you had your MVP season there, Lamar, and that's it. Goodbye. See you later. I think he's strong, mentally strong enough to bounce back in the next couple of years. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's, but he's not a terrible player. I'm just no. saying, though, that considering for what you had this year, yeah, you should have done a lot more. Now, when I when they played Cleveland that first game, everybody was just like, "Holy smokes!" What Here it goes again. Watching, right? Yeah. yeah. And now, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, I think you know it's more of a Lamar's young. There's that. I, I'll still watch every game that he's on just because he's so electric. Yes. Anyway, the same way we watch, I'll watch Michael Vick, right? Yeah. Um, he got a lot of handed to him early. You know, I don't know. I think he's polarizing that way. I don't yeah. think that he's a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. I don't. Yeah, think but did he Russell did he deserve Wilson. the MVP last season? I don't think so. Well, I didn't think so either. I thought a Russell Wilson deserved the MVP last season. Russell, uh, not personally. Russell, if they gave it, I mean, yeah. Russell won it the first ten weeks. Yeah, the last the last six games, Russell wasn't great. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think that with what else was around Lamar Jackson earned it or deserved it last year at least if patrick Mahomes doesn't blow his kneecap out then yeah wins it last year yeah uh, you know what absolutely i totally so i think it's circumstantial that yeah. he probably was in the right position to win it but it wasn't because yeah. he was yeah the best season ever and that's a good that's a good observation i got a wife's question of the week here oh I, you, I don't uh, have one. it's yeah. all good 
Wow. What is this? <laughs> All right. I'm going to read this. It's not even a sports question. This is now like, what in the world, Joanna? Okay. Uh, well, hold on. So these are questions that our wives write out and that we don't see beforehand. We don't okay. see them beforehand. And so, they don't have to be sports related because that's not what we put into it. It could be any question right. that you open yourself up for. All right. This is your bit, Sean. This is my bit. What is a man's what is a man's number one reason for getting married? And love can't be the answer. <laughs> she, did she say she thinks it's food? You heard her? Yeah, that's what she said. She thinks it's food. Yeah. Okay. I was hoping that nobody could hear her, but no, yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Uh, it's food. Yeah. 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 Um trying to think right <laughs> we just we just hit 20 years this year so i'm trying to remember oh. uh we were 19 and 20 so it was we were young for that um at that point it, for me i would say like it was like the next step I, you know i know that's not super romantic but it was yeah. because we had been together for a few years and it, and we we're very compatible, loved each other. You know, I, I know love is can't throw that answer in, but it was kind of like, well, let's get on with it. Like, well, let's what, get life going. That's, you know, let's get married, buy a house, have kids. Love. Yeah. Well, I, I don't well, understand that. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to go around that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, there's, there's an aspect where it was kind of like, yeah. this is, this is the neck. This is what we do. This is like, it, it's nice to have the security of that relationship and, yeah. And where do we go from here, except for to marriage, to keep that thing going? Yeah. So not love, but love. <laughs> Brad, not lust, but love. There we go. I, Brad, I like that. <laughs> I would just say, if I can't use love, I mean, what in the world? Um, how about survivability? Compatibility. Oh, yeah. You're reaching. It's hard because I'm sorry. It has to do with love, you know. It's like mainly because you know she she reached down for me. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah, that's a very very super serious question. Thanks, Joanna. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, food is helpful. She's food not is wrong. helpful. I yeah. like it. Food is not wrong. Yeah, you know. I, I, I mean, it's, it's always having a nicely decorated house, and you know, you know yeah. what? Yeah, that I will admit that I'll never tell her, but it's like the house always looks mm-hmm. amazing, right? If it was my house, there'd be like Tony Montana pictures somewhere. And I don't. <laughs> I would know just. I would say if it was. If we were left our own devices, it's two lawn chairs in the living room with a big ass TV <laughs> systems. And like smells like stinky socks everywhere. What's going on? Yeah, and it's just takeout. <laughs> it's, it's like for me, it's like the food, the food argument is what it is, but I can buy food. I can't yeah, buy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you I think you stay for the food. You stay yeah. for the food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Comfortable cleanliness, stay for the food. (laughs) (laughs) 
why does it smell so nice in here? <laughs> it smells so good. Oh, like, yeah, that was the first thing you noticed. It's like, it smells so good in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Do you have a one-on-one question here, Brad? I do, but it's terrible. You're not going to like it. Oh, I'll let, give it. Drop it on me. Drop it on me. Uh, if you could... <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I promise we didn't talk about this beforehand. Uh, if you could make a scent that was your wife, what would it be? What the... <laughs> <laughs> by the way by the way uh just so this doesn't become the answer uh one of the kids got up and made breakfast while we've been sitting here because i'm facing the kitchen and uh there is a giant costco-sized box of honey nut cheerios sitting on the <laughs> not, i mean it's like that's the closest thing to me uh, i think i think my wife would smell like Cinnamon. We had to make a scent. Cinnamon. <laughs> Cinnamon. I'm going through that. Good. Mark? Um, uh, I, I would say, well, yeah, there's, yeah, like, what's the scent that comes to, like, when you smell it, you go, ah, yeah. you know, and it's probably like Nog Chomper patchouli for me, which Ooh. I really like those smells. I know that can be. Mm. But yeah, so it, yeah, kind of, kind of, her favorite sweatshirt to wear is kind of hippie, kind of hood, and uh, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> well, the reason why I went with cinnamon is because, like, whenever she makes coffee for me, she mm. always puts cinnamon in it. Oh, so, coffee would be it. That yeah, th- yeah, that's also. But uh, I, I don't really morning, relate that directly to her. But it's it is a smell that's common. So you know, like first thing in the morning, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brad, Brad, what's your scent? Uh, it's like a lemon, lavender, vanilla mixture. I don't know why, just what it is. Is that what's in the toilet? No, that's what she sprays in the bed sheets. So. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it smells like somebody pregnant. <laughs> 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 oh, surely <laughs> my inner Russell Wilson. Uh, she was also spinning the door listening because she thought was she was in trouble. So I had to get. <laughs> All right, my one-on-one question to you, Brad, because you know I have to bring this back up there because you know they they haven't been playing at all this season, so I'm going to keep them a little bit vibrant here. What does Edmonton name their CFL team next season? <laughs> oh wait, I need some backstory. They don't have a name right now? No, they don't. They just did the exact wow. same thing that Washington did because they were called the Edmonton Eskimos forever, mm-hmm. right? Oh. So they switched their name to right now the Edmonton football team. What do you think that they're going to end up calling themselves? Um, the Igloos? Can they be the Igloos? Well, that would I don't know about the Igloos. How about the Frozen The Lakers? Pucks? The Edmonton Frozen Pucks. It's football. (laughs) I know. Why would they do that? It makes no sense. No sense. Yeah. Like the CFL. CFL makes no sense either. You know, the CFL's older organization than the NFL, right? Yeah, and they have this big shiny silver cup that's beautiful. And they said, "What? What would really bring out the essence of this?" And they said, "How about gray?" 
after. Well, no, it was because I know what it is. <laughs> okay, I know who right, it's named right. after. <laughs> it's still a gray cup, gold cup, silver cup. Now, how about Listen, gray? It was named after Lord Stanley Gray, right? So, I know. We know. We know, I know it all. I well, know, you know it. It's still, <laughs> still gray. <laughs> we watched decades of CFL football. I know Lombardi isn't much better, but at least it's not a color. <laughs> it's an hilarious analogy. Like, should we name it the Gold Cup? No, it's too showy. What silver? Right. You're skirting around. You're skirting around this question, though. What's Edmonton's new name? <laughs> I gave you one. You didn't like it. What's that? The Igloos. Yeah. That was real. That was that was your real guess, sir. What in the world? What are we? It's gonna get. I don't know. What in the world? Well, the Edmonton Penguins. <laughs> that's a better name than Eskimos. Right? That's a dumb name. No, no, for sure. I yeah, yeah, I totally agree. How about the Portagers? Edmonton Portage. How about, yeah. the, how, about the, how about the Sportages? The Sportages. Sportages. The Edmonton Sportages. Sporting Sporting Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, Sportage Edmonton. What's the uh, um, uh What's the uh, you know, like the the white Bigfoot, the, the snow, the bottle the, snowman. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The white Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Pacific Northwest reference ever. Uh, you know that Bigfoot guy we got? Like, what's that one you guys think you have? Yeah, like the fr- like frozen Sasquatch. Like that's what they should go for, something like that. <laughs> I like it. Frozen Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's the frozen Sasquatch, <laughs> or even, they could even be the, the, the uh, make it plural, like the Sasquatches, you know, or the what would that yeah, yeah. be in French, you know, Sasquatch? Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the Alouettes, right? It's a bird, right? Yeah, it's is from. It? It's from yeah, it song? is. Yeah, yeah. It's from. It's from. It, well, it's from the song. And do you know what the song's about? Nope. Hey, mon ami, dans Quebec. Hey. Je expliqué maintenant les <laughs> les chansons uh, chanceurs uh, Alouette. So Alouette, gentil Alouette, Alouette, gentil plumeré, gentil plumeré les yeux, gentil plumeré les yeux. So you know what they're thinking about? They're talking about the bird and how they're going to pick out how they're going to pick out their eyes. How they're gonna pick out, you know, their legs. They're gonna pick out. That's what that's what the song's about. They're picking out stuff. Jante <laughs> plumeré. That means I'm gonna pull out your eyes. Jante plumeré, lazier, lazier, lazier. Oh, alouette, jante alouette, alouette, jante plumeré. Which means I'm gently gonna pull it off. You. <laughs> gently gonna pull it off of you. Your eyes. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes. J'aime Quebec. Maintenant beaucoup. Oui. Merci beaucoup. Anyways. <laughs> what was this? Week? Week 18? Yeah. Episode, episode 18. 18? Yeah. Man. It was such a such a great time, Mark, to have you on. I hope you become yeah, on again very shortly. Yeah, let me know. You know. Yeah, it was great talking some sports there. Uh, Brad, you know it's always a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy I could bring you the your favorite test brother today. Was... Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, Brad. Oh, stop that. Stop that. 
I'm not the one that said it first. You said it first. He can like us for different reasons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I like you both. More to make him uncomfortable and apologize. (laughs) It was coming. It was coming. You were this close (laughs) until you said what you're trying to do. (laughs) I'm sorry, Brad. (laughs) Hey, listen. Keep subscribing. Thanks again, Flyers, uh, for mm-hmm. the video. We appreciate you. Uh, go see them. They've got a great outdoor seating area. They've got specials on their Facebook page. You can order online. It's all super easy. Uh, great service. So go see them. Uh, support them at this time. Absolutely. And remember to subscribe. All things Guys Beer Sports, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. I hope to see you there. You want to talk to us, message us. Messenger us. Message. Messenger, messenger us. And make certain that uh, you follow us on Guy's Beer Sports, our group page, Guy's Beer Sports, our uh, uh, Facebook page, Instagram page. We're also on TikTok. We ain't dancing. Okay. Well, one of us is not dancing. (laughs) Uh, And then Mondays, uh, we go live. If you want to jump on like Mark is here and you want to talk real quick, uh, get on that link and jump in. We'll be happy to talk to you. Love to. Next time. All right. You've listened to the podcast. But now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.